episode 120 of the biz talk with bill roy podcast the wichita business journal created this podcast because we want to provide you as usual with some insight into the people places companies organizations and issues that are important to wichita's business community over the past five years Wichita State has seen its research awards revenue grow by millions. Defense research contracts have been a big driver of that increase. What has changed? Well, Senator Jerry Moran, who happens to sit on the Senate Appropriations Committee and the Subcommittee on Defense, has acted, you might say, as a valuable matchmaker, introducing people who make military spending decisions to WSU's National Institute for Aviation Research and the Innovation Campus. Our Daniel McCoy wrote the big story for the weekly edition, and Associate Editor Kirk Semenoff joins me on the podcast to talk about the story and the research growth at WSU. Thanks, Kirk. You didn't have anything else going on today, did you? No, I'm, I'm a good pinch hitter. Sorry, I uh, woke you up from your nap to <laughs> come in and do the podcast with me. I appreciate it. That's obviously not the case. Kirk is a very hardworking guy. Uh, the front page headline. The Administer of Defense, with a picture of Senator Moran. It begins on page 18. That's our big story this week. Also this week, another Daniel McCoy story about how the problems with the 737 MAX aircraft could be good for holiday travelers. That's on page 4. Shelby Reynolds writes about downtown living. More people are moving in, even though rents might be a little bit higher. Page 3. This week's list, Wichita Area Retirement Communities, ranked by number of units available. Blue stem at the top by a wide margin. That's on page six. Then check out Shelby Reynolds' stories related to the list, including how retirees are looking for lifestyle amenities. That's on page 12. Part of our mission is to provide our readers with intelligence that helps them grow their businesses. So we publish our business leads. New real estate deals, building permits, who's setting up a new corporation, who owes back taxes, court judgments, our leads section starts this week on page 40. Back to talk WSU research and revenue with Associate Editor Kirk Semenoff in a moment. Welcome to Biz Talk with Bill Roy of the Wichita Business Journal. Talking business, your business that is, is what Equity Bank's team of bankers does best. Visit us today at equitybank.com. Well, the headline on the story found on page 18 this week, if you bring them, they will fund. Senator Jerry Moran is bringing into Wichita defense decision makers to see what Wichita State's National Institute for Aviation Research can do, the Innovation Campus, and Wichita, and what they have to offer in the way of research and product development. Just last week, the acting secretary of the Army paid a visit. We went and saw that visit. He came by because he heard from other Defense Department officials that NIAR and Wichita had something special to offer them, research that can translate into combat and defense readiness. Kirk and I are talking about it on the podcast again because writer Daniel McCoy is taking some well-deserved time off, and Dr. John Tomlin of WSU and NIAR, he's out of town. Maybe he's on vacation, too. Maybe you and I ought to take vacation. <laughs> yes, well-earned vacation. That's right. So, uh, two dozen visits over the past 18 months, every branch of the military, three administration secretaries, many generals, 136 other military guests, also representatives from NASA have been here. That's pretty impressive. It seems like 
Senator Moran is really getting some VIPs in here, don't you think? And he's not in here every time with those people visiting, but he's getting them here. Okay. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have to, like you said, Matchmaker was one of the, the headlines we had talked about for this story because it, it really fits. He, he is putting together the Defense Department, NASA, and, and some other groups with Wichita State and NIAR, uh, and he's not slowed down whatsoever. Right. Again, last week, Acting Secretary of the Army, Ryan McCarthy, was here. And once again, it's at the invitation of Wichita, one of Wichita's two U.S. Senators. Moran says NIAR's reputation is being enhanced by the visits. The work being done there is recognized in the Pentagon. It certainly seems to be the case, that's for sure, that the people are back in Washington, D.C., certainly know more about NIAR than they did last year. Even. Yeah, I, you, the Pentagon's a very big place, but I think... The word is getting around that I believe the Naval Research Office was the first right. to, to award a R&D award. And then it's kind of just exploded from there. I'm really impressed by the numbers uh, that you guys put together, Daniel and you and Sean, our lead designer. You look at uh, a graph that we have on page 19. And uh, the graph on one side, it actually measures WSU research awards. Uh, we have Department of Defense awards and total awards. So you look at fiscal year 15, 2015, uh, total awards for the university, $53 million, a little over $53 million. And what part did the Department of Defense revenue play in that? About $1.2 million. So 2%. Right. Fiscal year 16, the next year, grew by $21 million, $74 million in total awards. And the Department of uh, Defense awards went up uh, just slightly, $1.6 million from $1.2 million. Fiscal year 17, another really good year, up again from 74 to $90 million, $90.5 million in total awards for the university. And Department of Defense awards of that, $8.3 million. Uh, so you can see it's growing. It went from $1.2 million, $1.6 million to $8.3 million in 17. Fiscal year 18, another growth, $104 million in total awards. And the Department of Defense played a part in that to the tune of $12.2 million. Then we get to fiscal year 19, the latest uh, complete year. $54 million in de defense uh, awards as part of a total awards total of $136.7 million. That's, that's pretty impressive. That's 40%. So in five years, it went from 2% of the total awards to 40%. So not only is Moran bringing Defense Department folks here, right. they're delivering, and NIAR is putting most of their eggs in that de defense basket. Right. And Tomlin, uh, John Tomlin, says getting those decision makers to Wichita is a huge opportunity, and they would not have been able to uh, make the strides they have in those revenues without Senator Moran and, and his work. You know, a lot of times we talk about lawmakers, boy, we don't talk about them in a very flattering light, but it's hard to argue with the success that uh, Senator Moran has had as part of the Senate Appropriations Committee bringing some of these VIPs to Wichita. I think we tend to look at our senators and, and representatives in a 30,000-foot right. light where how did they vote on X, Y, or Z? 
not necessarily what committees are they on, right. how they can help the home district or the home state. And this is a perfect example of how Senator Moran is, on, is at the right place on the right time on the right committee, and especially the subcommittee on defense, getting those folks to Wichita and to NIAR and making it happen right. with, with contracts. Another one of the uh, voices that we have in Daniel's story, interim president Andy Tompkins, he says the growth in defense contracts at WSU would not have happened if it weren't for Moran's work to bring them to town. So he's getting a lot of credit for it. And, uh, you know, Dr. Bardo created the innovation campus and kind of put everything together over there. You got to think he's looking down and is pretty happy about uh, about this and and the ability to get uh, the growth like that in revenue for the awards. Right. And we don't know how how much of a percentage this will increase to over time. Right. But just the fact that it's 40% right now right. really has to thrill the, the, the NIAR people. Yeah, it, it's got to even out at some point. Right. Uh, clearly, there was a lot of opportunity there early on, especially back to 15, when it was just a million dollars in DOD awards. But uh, great opportunity, and they seized the opportunity. And so we'll see, uh, we'll keep watching. Anything else strike you about this uh, about this story strike you interesting? What, what struck me as most interesting as I was reading and editing this story uh, is that senators always appear to me to be able to take a lot of credit. Right. If you read this story, you're going to wait till the last three paragraphs to see Senator Moran take any credit, and he's not even really taking any credit. He's right. saying, I just get them here. NIAR does the rest. Right. And he's exactly right. NIAR has to sell itself. He can't, he can't bring people to Wichita and then NIAR not impress them. Right. Uh, but he's taking very little credit as a matchmaker for this explosion in, in, in funding. There's also kind of a connection to some local businesses, including Spirit Aerosystems, in this process, too. You might talk about that. They, Spirit will also host the, a lot of these same people to show what they can do. Uh, I'm not as sure what Spirit is able to do with that as far as funding, uh, but I think anytime you can get an acting secretary of the Army or a naval official or anybody like that to take a look at what not only NIAR but the community around it can do, it's got to benefit the entire city. Right. Uh, another, some other uh, numbers that we have in the story, some NIAR defense contracts, $33 million in July from the Army for advanced materials work on high-speed missiles, $23.5 million uh, in June from the Air Force for advanced materials and manufacturing aircraft sustainment, $7 million from the Office of Naval Research in fiscal year 19 for multiple projects. So uh, the hits just keep on coming. Uh, the, the contracts just keep on coming. Right, and they've, they've hit up just about any every sec section of the Department of Defense <laughs> right. now, so you wonder where it goes. But I think as long as these sections or, or yeah, pieces of the military are happy, why wouldn't they keep coming back here to see what NIAR can give them? Right. Uh, a lot of photographs, a lot of numbers, and uh, a lot of voices in this story. Again, if you bring them, they will fund. It starts on page 18 of the weekly edition of the Wichita Business Journal this week. Uh, we thank Daniel for his hard work, and Kirk, thank you for uh, helping to put this together. It's a really good story. Any other thoughts on the, uh, on the package here? I just hope everything's spelled correctly, Bill. That's right. <laughs> That's an important part of what we do, <laughs> especially if you're talking about either Jerry Moran or some of the DOD VIPs that uh, are coming in. 
I commend uh, the story to you. Uh, I recommend that you uh, take a look at that story either online at wichitabusinessjournal.com or in the weekly edition. Um, some other news this week, and there is a Wichita connection. Can I tell my Boone Pickens story? Do you mind? Sure. So Boone Pickens uh, died this week at the age of 91. He was uh, obviously a big uh, oil tycoon, uh, originally from Oklahoma, then moved to Texas. He played basketball for what was Oklahoma A&M before it became Oklahoma State University. Uh, so Jay Rosser was the public affairs director for Coke Industries for a long time. That's how I met him, uh, working with uh, him on stories on Coke Industries. Uh, Jay left that job and he went to work, actually went back to work for Boone Pickens down in Texas. Uh, so kind of kept in touch with Jay and uh, how he was doing working back with uh, his old boss, T. Boone Pickens. I uh, was at a conference up in Kansas City at the Kaufman Center. Pickens was speaking, and uh, one of my bosses from the national content team in Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, for American City Business Journal's Beth Hunt, uh, was there as well. We got to talking. We had the editors meeting coming up. That's where all 40 editors from around the country in American City Business Journal's get together in Charlotte, and we talk about how we get better in the company. Um, so we talked about, uh, Beth and I talked about how it'd be neat to get Boone Pickens to come talk to our editors. At the time, it was around 2008, it was when he was talking about the Pickens plan. That was uh, uh, the effort that, uh, the ideas that he had surrounding getting uh, less dependent on foreign oil and more dependent on uh, American uh, production, also natural gas and renewable energy. Uh, we talked to Jay. I introduced Beth to Jay, and uh, they got it worked out, and he ended up coming to our editor's meeting in Charlotte that year. And uh, Beth asked me to interview him. That was a lot of fun to be able to be on the stage with Boone Pickens in front of my CEO and in front of all the editors and everything. And uh, I think I told you about it as well. Uh, we were up on stage. We got started. I asked one question. That was about it. Uh, why? He talked the rest of One the time. Question. He talked for about an hour and uh, drew on a white erase board his plan and lots of numbers. He was very funny. He was very entertaining, very smart. Uh, he answered some questions from uh, the editors that were there in the room. And uh, then our CEO, Ray Shaw, who was also from Oklahoma, uh, knew he was coming, obviously, and he put uh, a picture together, and it was a picture of Boone Pickens, as a player, it was one of his player pictures from Oklahoma A&M. Must have been the 50s. Must have been, mm -hmm. yeah. And uh, might have been even the 40s. Oh, yeah, it would have been before. Yeah. But he would have played for Henry Iba. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. I think, yeah. And I, I think he talked about that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, there was a presentation. My CEO gave him this big framed picture of him. And, and uh, then it, it was off to the airport, and they were on to their next interview at CNBC or something like that. Uh, so that's my connection to Boone Pickens, as fleeting as it was, but a uh, pretty impressive guy, and uh, I appreciate Jay Rosser uh, accommodating us on that. And uh, think about Jay this week as he lo loses his boss and uh, loses what uh, had become a good friend as well. So, Jay, we're thinking about you. I will be back to wrap things up in a moment. At Equity Bank, Stories of growing businesses are a favorite of ours. 
so we created our own little series called Napkin Stories. Visit EquityBank.com to see how some great businesses got their start. Well, that's it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 120. Check out all our episodes at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter. And thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Have a profitable week.